0: I did not tell my dad until my son was born. And I didn't even tell him. The nurse called him for <sighs> me. <and>, yeah.
1: <laughs> like, keeping up with just posting stuff is, like, it's draining. Like, I post one thing and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really a lot. It does get stressful. <laughs> oh. When I was pregnant, I kind of went through that by myself, honestly. I had a best friend. Well, I still have a best friend who was there. She was also pregnant, so we kind of could relate to the same thing oh my goodness (laughs) yeah but
1: Welcome back to the Off The Record podcast. It's your host, Chelenaya, as usual. And today we're back with another banging episode, which I'm so excited for you guys to listen to. Um, I have the most amazing guest and she's going to introduce herself right about now. So please tell us what your name is, what you do, where you're from, and all of that good stuff.
0: So my name is Precious and I currently just work at a warehouse and I also work for a maid service just to make ends meet and I am from show originally. I was born there but I moved to the United States when I was around about three years old and yeah that's pretty much the gist. Okay.
1: <laughs> so um, yes the trick question for the day or the Question for the day, the random question for the day is if you could go back to five years ago and warn or advise yourself about something, what would it be?
0: Hmm. Okay, so five years ago, I would have been 17. So at that time, I was entering college or entering university for the first time. And I will give myself the advice of thinking, um, I guess, thinking twice about what I wanted to choose to study because okay. I ended up not following through with that course of study because it was just what not did you me. used to study biochemistry oh yeah it was it was crazy <laughs> 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 but yeah now I'm doing an engineering course I'm actually in school for aerospace engineering I'm currently taking a break though just of the baby and everything but it's just more I don't know. I guess it's my forte. Engineering and math and physics just come to me easier than science does.
1: That's, that, do you know, science, engineering, math. I don't, I don't want to know. I don't (laughs) want to know. Like, I, I can't, I can't, I don't want to try. I have no will whatsoever. It's just not for me but it's cool it's cool that you can do that so anyways without further ado let's get into the topic of the day so as precious mentioned she does have a kid and so the topic of the day is actually single mothers and for anyone who doesn't know what a single mother is which is it's kind of implied but you know just just for saying sake this is a woman who brings up a child or children alone without a partner and so a lot of stereotypes come with being a single mother and it includes um and it actually involves the children as well stereotypes about children that come from single moms so now i wanted to ask you precious that what are some of the stereotypes and prejudices that you've experienced as a single mom
0: well when it comes to the um stereotypes I don't really have too much insight on that because I don't really pay attention to that. But the prejudice, when I first got pregnant, it was just backlash from all directions. Like, people would just talk down on me as if they don't do the same thing. But I'm I'm not going to go off on a tangent on that. But Okay,
1: so people um, look down on you. Was that like your family members, your friends? who,
0: who More so friends feet? and friends of friends. Because a couple of my pictures went viral on Twitter and it just became a topic or whatever. Okay,
1: okay, Um, I also wanted to ask that when you first found out that you were pregnant, how did you feel at that moment?
0: So I was in the middle because my child's father was someone I didn't really have a really good relationship with, but then again, it was at a very, very hard time of my life. So I felt like it was a sign from God.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, which leads me to my next question. Did you have any like baby father drama? Do you have that currently? What's, where are
0: you and your baby's <laughs> father right now? Oh, What's Lord. your relationship like? <laughs> we don't really have one. I don't know. Oh. It's not even baby father drama, it's more of like ba- his. Well, I don't even know how to word it, but it's his mother that gives me issues. But I don't really pay too much attention to it because at the end of the day, I just want my son to be happy yeah. and have both parents. So I just try to stay out the way and just mind my business.
1: I feel you. Okay, but um, did you at any point feel like, okay, you didn't want to keep the baby? Were there ever any second thoughts on that?
0: no i always actually just i always loved my child from the beginning it was just too much for me to go through the process of actually doing yeah but
1: Mm, fair enough um do you think okay so lots of people in our generation tend to think that like um being a single mom is being glorified in our generation do what do you think about that
0: um being glorified I would actually say the opposite just from what I've seen and like heard from other people Mm -hmm. like their opinions on single moms because I don't I mostly hear people just kind of saying that single moms should just accept their fate and like not wor- have to worry about the other parent because a lot of situations the father isn't active in the mother's li- or in the child's life rather yeah. but like it's just it's here or there it's either or honestly because there's both everyone has an opinion and people see both sides of it but honestly being a single mom it's just it's a very eye-opening experience and you learn a lot and it's it builds character and it, it builds mental <laughs> strength it's not easy raising a child
1: (laughs) yes i definitely i can't even say i get that but i can imagine i can imagine it has to be a lot um okay how did you tell your nigerian parents that you were going to have a baby
0: oh me and my dad just never had a good relationship and at the time i had to move out because we just got it just was bad. It was a toxic environment. My dad's just always been a hard man to deal with, but I just had to, like, get my own life stable, if that makes sense. I just got my own house, or I got my own apartment, and kind of isolated myself away from him. I was still in contact with my sister, but I just didn't want to be in that environment while I was pregnant, which... Is why I just kept my pregnancy from him until my son was born. And I just told my nurse about, like, the situation. And she offered to call him. And she he, she called him and he picked up. And, yeah. I mean, he was happy, funny enough. Aww. Yeah. He actually showed up with, like, diapers and stuff. I was Aww. surprised because the type of person <laughs> my dad is. I've never expected that from him. <laughs> I mean, but, at
1: that point, he had to make a decision. You know, yeah. are we with this? Are we not with this?
0: Yeah. But he's never showed any ill intent towards my son or like any malice or any negative feelings he's always yeah. wanted to see him but me and him we just always butt heads but I'm just happy he's an active grandparent or he tries to be oh, that's really
1: sweet but well, that must have been tough going through all that being pregnant you know having to deal with family drama yo that sounds wild yeah <laughs> speaking of family what has your support system been like um and this is family friends anyone like what has your support system been like through the whole whole process from pregnancy to where you are now
0: when it came to like anybody else there wasn't really anyone that was there but honestly I just kind of accepted that and just did the best that I could with what I had and after he was born, his dad was active. His dad's still active. He, he gets him, not regularly, but he gets him when he does, at least. Because some fathers don't even do anything. But um, besides that, like I don't really have a support system. I have my sister, but my sister's younger than me. She barely knows anything about babies either. So she just like kind of babysits him from time to time. And besides that, there isn't really much to it but i kind of just adapted to being a mom yeah being a mom learning by experience yeah that's crazy
1: how has that been for you financially how is that
0: oh wow Wow. yeah no (laughs) it's been horrible (laughs) (laughs) but i mean it's just the fact that i was a single person living for myself doing things i wanted to do and then like after my son was born my sister also moved in so it just became kind of hard um Ah. yeah (laughs) but we're just into it that's why i had to pick up another job just because i have a changing lifestyle so i have to change my yeah
1: well, that makes sense. but well, that's a lot of pressure. How are you even coping? Do you have like an outlet? <laughs> do you have like things you do to de-stress? Because this seems like a lot. Um, I
0: honestly don't think I do. And I probably need to start. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. You really need to. I'm just kind of used to it by now. Because I've always been the person that had to work and just do everything. So I kind of adjusted to having to be active 24/7. I just sleep, I mean I sleep at night, wake up, do the same thing. I I've, I've been doing it for 22 years, but I do need an outlet.
1: Yes, <laughs> I you like the do. Oh my makeup, goodness, though. I forgot to add that. Pasha is uh what's it called? She's a content creator. And like that is how I I found her on Instagram. I was like, oh, this is so cool. And I, I think at a point you used to do hair tutorials, makeup tutorials, and all of that. And now yes. I think you do cooking stuff.
0: Yes, like- I do. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I mean, how how do you have time, yo? <laughs> I'm not even. I don't have half the responsibilities you do. And I promise you that.
0: But honestly, I just I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't know how I just do it.
1: <laughs> I think, i'm so I think used to it by like now really strong like at this point you need like a cape and you know <laughs> i mean i mean bro okay so what advice Okay, no, first, before we get there, how has this affected your life so far? I think you touched on this, but, like, what major impact, like, would you say that this whole thing has had on your life? Like, would you say, okay, I don't have any more time for
0: myself,
1: I can't do school anymore? Like, what are the major impacts that it has had on your life?
0: So, honestly, it has had a lot of impacts. And a lot of them have been more so negative, but it's not necessarily In a bad way, just negative in terms of me not being able to be where I want to be in life because I was in school and I had to withdraw just because of life and everything. And then me being pregnant on top of that, it felt like the best decision to do and just things like that in terms of like life progress. But everything else, honestly, has been a benefit because now I have a son and just the unconditional love from a child is that's honestly what keeps me going. His, just him being there every time he sees me, he's always happy. <laughs> Babies are just so pure. And yeah, it just, it adds, it builds character, like I said. And it's just, it's been teaching me a lot of lessons and life lessons. And it's on- honestly built my mental strength as well. Mm. Because now I have somebody that I have to be strong for, regardless of how tired I get or mm-hmm. how upset I am or frustrated and I mean it's just it's a very very eye-opening experience and a learning experience and I wouldn't trade it for anything and I know it's going to pay off in the end yeah how has this also affected your social life oh yeah I don't even go out often but that's changing now that he's won and I know that he's able to like actually do things and understand his surroundings, like, I feel more comfortable going out. So I've been trying to reach out to my friends or reach back out to them because I honestly just was isolated. Like, when quarantine started with COVID, that's when I stopped going out. (laughs) Because I was pregnant at the time as well. Yeah. Yeah. So socially, I've just been a ghost, but we're getting back out there. I'm trying to start posting more and trying to start, like, doing more and just building my social platforms back up Mm
1: -hmm. okay so what advice would you give to any girl that was in your position like imagine remember the time that like okay you first found out you were pregnant like everything Mm -hmm. that was going through your mind like what would you what advice would you give to someone that is in that same position right now
0: um honestly i would just say be strong and keep your head up just know that everything happens for a reason, and there's a child in you that will literally love you from the day they're born to the day they die, and that's just the type... That's an unconditional love that you just can't trade or find anywhere else, so
1: you know, when you speak about, you know, your baby like this, it's overwhelming because I'm thinking, like, about my relationship with my mom, and I'm like, mm-hmm. hmm, is this how, is this how this lady sees me? Does she really, <laughs> does she really love me like this? you okay, know, I'm just kidding. I know she loves me, but at the same time, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, when she tells me to do something, or when she's talking to me about something, and I'm like, nope, no, no. Your opinion right now, no. I'm like, how does that feel? Because I'm thinking, like, you. This is you're talking. Your hair talking about unconditional love and everything. And you know, sometimes kids will do things that will just like have you like, you're done. Like, no, this is it. And you feel like, does this person even think about me or love me? And it's like, at that moment, with how much you've cared for this person going up, do you think you can't understand why parents like sometimes might be a tad bit controlling or possessive or like super you know, extra when it comes to their kids?
0: So I can see it. But then again, I feel like everybody should be allowed to have their own life because our parents have lived their lives. And like mm-hmm. now, like, well, I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say with that. <laughs> but um, honestly, just the controlling aspect of some parents, I don't like that because my dad's one of them. and. Yeah. He always wanted to be about school, school, school. And he never really liked me doing makeup, doing hair, anything else. So oh. in terms of things like that, I just feel like um, you should let your child do what they want to do, but at least guide them to the right path as they're doing it, if that makes sense. hmm Definitely does. Um.
1: Okay. Do you think you would have been able to handle parenting as efficiently as you did or as you are doing if you are still in Nigeria? Wait, hold Um, on. First, before you answer that question, when was the last time you were in Nigeria?
0: I think 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, May 2018 was when I flew back here.
1: Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, do you think you would have been able to handle parenting as efficiently if you were still in Nigeria and like what do you how do you think like the whole process would have been if you were still in Nigeria
0: so I feel honestly I don't know I feel like <laughs> I would be more stigmatized in Nigeria in terms yeah, of like family for sure, for sure yeah so that would mean that there wouldn't be a support system so that's the hard part but then again it could go the positive way with them accepting the child and me having a better support system but financially I don't think I would be able to do it because there's just too much going on now and it's a lot to juggle when you have a baby especially if you have no um, support system
1: how did your extended family take the news when they heard about it by the way
0: they were happy funny enough
1: <laughs> they were pretty Aww. happy.
0: Sent their condolences, and that's that.
1: You know, a lot of my friends. We have these conversations about, you know, um, are you pregnant? Well, oh, I think I'm pregnant. This kind, they have such conversations, and it's like, okay, if if I am pregnant, that baby's going back to heaven, and that type of stuff. And, I, <laughs> and I, I'm telling you, and so it's so crazy. Like I, when I told my friends I'm interviewing a young woman who has a kid and they're like, no, how young? I'm like, our age young. And they're like, mm-hmm. no, 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 no mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. why, why? why is that happening? <laughs> and I'm like, bro, that is what I want to know. And that yeah. when you ta- telling me that, you know, you just couldn't bring yourself to do that. Do you think it was like, has that always been your stance on the whole pro-choice pro-life thing? Has that always oh, been no. your stance?
0: no, I'm pro-choice. I feel like everybody should be able to do what they desire. Like, if you feel like you're not ready for a baby, that's your choice to make because it's your body, your choice. Yeah. But just considering the circumstances that I was facing at that point of my life, I just didn't want to go through with it because mentally, I was going through a bad phase mentally, just everything that was going on with my dad and just the pressure of school and just trying to. Like, make something of my life, basically. Just It just put too much on me. So I just felt like it was a sign for me to keep the baby. Because it felt like it was just, like, a ray of light to keep pushing. Yeah. It makes sense.
1: I completely understand that. Yeah. So, as of right now, where would you say your mental health is?
0: Like, how I'm are you? I'm mentally- getting better. <laughs> I'm getting better. It's been a roller coaster, honestly. I can't even lie. But I'm still here. I'm still smiling. I'm still strong. So... That's at least enough.
1: I mean, that's great. Yeah,
0: and as long as my child is smiling, I'm happy.
1: (laughs) Mm. That's really, really cool. Um, okay, I think that's about it. I don't know. This can be. This would have to officially be the shortest episode. Shortest? Shortest ever. I think (laughs) we usually do about an hour. I'm not even kidding.
0: Wow, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, okay, so now you have to tell us stories, please. Your favorite moments with your kid, um, most frustrating moments, saddest moments, scariest moments. Please, indulge us.
0: Okay, so happiest moment. Well, there's been a lot, I guess. When he's finally started just at, like, being able to understand what was around him and understand who I was and like actually recognize me it just brought a lot of joy because it's just he's always happy he's just always smiling regardless of the time of day every time he sees me he always has a big smile on his face
1: actually so pretty
0: (laughs) thank you (laughs) but yeah like once he just turned that age everything changed and in terms of sad moments, there's actually, this past week, he um, he was quite sick. He started daycare, and he was just around a lot of other kids, and you know how it is, just with germs and everything, yeah. new environments, babies just have to go through like a stage where they kind of get sick, and then it just ended up getting kind of worse and worse, because the doctors didn't know exactly what was wrong with him. Until, like, he started showing more physical symptoms. And then, like, once we found out what was wrong with him, he wasn't really taking the medicine too well. So, it was just, like, a really tough situation. Because I don't really have that much knowledge on babies. Because I didn't grow up with my mom. So, I didn't really see too much baby action. So, I was just kind (laughs) of winging it and trying to figure out what to do and just do the best of my abilities. But now he's better. So, it just kind of added a little experience to my mom belt I guess I can say going through the little sick child phase and now I just I know more things about like what to do when he is sick another time or what to look out for so I won't have to just be panicking and going to the hospital every day and going through all that but fair enough
1: scariest do we have a scariest moment
0: scariest I guess I can say when he was sick just because i didn't know what was wrong and especially when you have a child like when you have a child and you can't like make them stop crying or you don't know what's wrong and you just can't um comfort them it just i don't know maybe it's just me maybe i'm just too sensitive but it makes my heart hurt
1: (laughs) oh aren't you adorable well I think that's it so now that we are concluding you have to give one tip to our listeners for this month something for them to go home with a takeaway Mm -hmm. do you have any tip I guess I can say
0: no matter how tough things get just keep pushing and always keep your head up and keep a smile on your face Mm. that's really nice
1: (sighs) Um, as you guys know, standard advice take care of your mental health, your mental health first before anything else. Be- because, I mean, if your mental isn't there, what's what's what wants to be there? No, you guys, deep. In, what wants to be there? So, please take care of your mental health this month. And you know, lots of love from these ends, per usual. Okay, yes, precious, you have to give us your um details you know where we can reach you on
0: all right so I'm on Instagram TikTok and Twitter and my handle is glam by Dam d-a-m-m two m's and um yeah those are my social media platforms so go ahead and follow me I'll follow back <laughs> and yeah, I wow. should get to posting a lot more consistently now
1: we are yes. looking forward to that Okay, you guys should also make sure to follow the Off The Record podcast page, like, share, review, tell us what you think in the comment sections, and you know we'll be right there for you too. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Thank you so much, Dami. It's okay. <laughs> you tell us the name of your baby, though,
0: by the way. His name is Dion, and his Yoruba name is Oluayomi.
1: Yummy, yummy, yummy. I think I like yummy, but Dion is so sexy. Yummy, yummy. yummy. So, yes. Anyways, thank you so much for coming on the pod. I really do appreciate this, you making the time out because I know you've been super busy. And so, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And, you know, stay safe and bye. All right, bye.